Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. No removal plans. New information from the investigation into the shooting of Commander's running back Brian Robinson. I'm Megan Cloherty. What's next in the legal back and forth over documents taken from former President Trump's Florida home? We'll hear from CBS's Scott McFarlane at 11:10. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Serena Williams survives her first singles match at the U.S. Open and will play again later this week. The tournament is huge for Serena because it could be her last. I've been down and out so many times and in the public eye and I've had to like come back and you know you just never give up and it sounds cliche but that really means something you have no matter what you're going through out there and I just wanted people to be inspired by my story. I'm from Compton, California. Williams on ESPN. She has won 23 Grand Slam titles in her career. First Lady Jill Biden has tested negative for COVID and will be back in Washington tomorrow. This comes nearly a week after she came down with a rebound case of the virus. Former President Trump wants an independent arbiter to determine whether any of those documents taken by the FBI are protected. CBS's Steve Portnoy explains. Former President Trump's request for a special master is based on the idea that some of what the FBI took should be set aside as privileged. Federal prosecutors say that's already been done, with a limited set of materials determined by an FBI team to be potentially covered by attorney-client privilege. The judge in the case has set a Thursday hearing on Trump's request. She's already signaled she intends to grant it. Firefighters are struggling to get control of a massive wildfire in southwest Oregon. CBS's Carter Evans. In the west, the Rum Creek Fire near Medford, Oregon nearly doubled in size, growing to more than 10,000 acres. The fire is burning in a remote area, making it tough for firefighters to gain control. Crews are relying heavily on air support to fight the flames, which have already destroyed several structures and forced hundreds to evacuate. There's a new study that finds dead ice, otherwise known as zombie ice, in Greenland will raise sea levels another 10 inches. Researchers say ice sheets aren't getting replenished by winter snow and will melt significantly by the year 2100 due to global warming. In Ukraine, troops are pushing to retake territory, including a power plant captured by Russia. CBS's Deborah Pattas in Kiev. Further east, the Russian-controlled Zaporizhia nuclear power plant remains a perilous front line. Kiev accused Russia of hitting the nearby village of Energodar, while Russia claims a Ukrainian missile strike punched a giant hole in a fuel depot at the plant. A federal appeals court has upheld a ruling that says religious health care providers do not have to provide abortions or gender transition services despite requirements under the Affordable Care Act. A Catholic hospital network in several states sued the Biden administration to block the feds from enforcing those provisions. So far, the Justice Department has not commented. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 1103 on Monday, August 29th, 2022. 79 degrees now, down to the 60s and low 70s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight, a change in the mask policy for Prince George's County Public Schools. 
With declining COVID-19 positivity rates, CEO Monica Goldson has announced the mask optional policy will resume in all county school facilities one week from tomorrow, Tuesday, September 6th. Goldson says the school district will continue to make health and safety decisions in consultation with health experts and says staff, students and families are encouraged to support personal decisions on mask wearing. How will you know who will be on the board on police accountability in your area? Some Prince George's County Council members echoed concerns from the public on making sure the process is open and easily understood. Maryland state law requires that each county create a police accountability board. And in Prince George's County, Councilmember Danielle Glaros urged her colleagues to clear up any overlap because the council gets to nominate five members and the county executive, Angela Alserbrooks, gets to nominate six. And Glaros said, We need to be clear about how long this needs to be advertised publicly before the nominations close. And Lorena Diaz with the ACLU of Maryland asked the council, What system is in place to ensure all applications are given due consideration? The council approved a resolution to move ahead with the process, including a public listening session. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Many drivers have bad memories of January's miles-long gridlock on I-95 in Virginia during a major snowstorm. Some people were stuck on that highway for 24 hours. Virginia's inspector general has released a report that blasted the state's transportation leader's performance during that crisis and offered suggestions on how to better prepare to avoid a repeat. Today, Virginia Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger is asking Governor Glenn Youngkin to go further. She sent a letter to Youngkin asking for more information on preparations, and she wants his administration to step up oversight. Spanberger acknowledges that Youngkin was not yet in office when the I-95 debacle unfolded. And this evening, the governor's office is responding. Spokesperson Macaulay Porter says after Youngkin's inauguration, prep for snow events was done with the worst case scenario in mind, unlike under the Northam administration, which he says failed to adequately prepare and plan for the I-95 snow debacle. We're learning more about what happened when, according to police, two teenagers tried to carjack Washington commander's running back Brian Robinson and shot him multiple times. Law enforcement sources say Robinson was at the Crab Boss at 10th and H Streets Northeast getting seafood when he was confronted outside his white Dodge Charger Hellcat around 5.30 Sunday evening. The car stood out with a black racing stripe down the middle. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says Robinson fought back against one gunman and was shot by the second. Conti says the pair fled in a stolen car. I believe that we have recovered that vehicle, so that's where we stand. Two guns were used in the crime, but an ATF spokesman says it's tracing the gun that was found at the scene to identify the suspects. Sources say Robinson was shot in the hip and the leg, but don't know the severity of his injuries. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You can hear more about how investigators are working to find the suspects on WTOP's daily podcast, The DMV Download. Coming up after traffic and weather, there's another court hearing this week related to the documents the FBI took from Mar-a-Lago in Florida. We'll talk with CBS's Scott McFarlane about it. It's 11.07. FanDuel wants you to be ready for game day when college football kicks off this week. Dave Preston here. Right now, new customers can get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. Just place a $5 bet and you can get $150 in free bets, win or lose. Maryland hasn't lost a non-conference season opener since... 2009, I look for the Terps to cover the number Saturday against Buffalo. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. See for yourself.
yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel app today and sign up with promo code PRESTO and place a $5 bet to get $150 in free bets guaranteed to kick off the college football season. That's PRESTO, P-R-E-S-T-O. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. 